Well, my first scripture reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 21 through 28, and it's actually continuing on from last week's reading. So Jesus was just calling his disciples. He called them to become pictures of men. And let's see, we're at verse 21. And they went into Capernaum, and straightway on the Sabbath day he entered into the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone, what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had torn him and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. And they were all amazed inasmuch as they questioned among themselves, saying, What thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth he even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. And immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the region round about Galilee. Word of God for children of God, and all of God's children said, Amen. Discernment. You know, it's, uh, this is amazing to me, though, how the enemy knows he can see God in, in action, the Holy Spirit in action. And, you know, that might be a, a few reasons why God's church has things coming against him, God's people. Because maybe there's something God is going to do through you and in you that the enemy don't like. That he's trying to stop. You see, this, this scripture here shows that we do have an enemy of our souls. When there is an enemy out there trying to destroy mankind. And, and if you look around and you look in our world, you look in the United States and you can see that running rampant. And people say, well, we don't need God. Yes, we do, folks. We need God. We need the power of Jesus' Holy Spirit to rise up against this evil that's coming against everybody. It's not a respecter of persons. We can find hope and peace in the midst of these storms that we're living through. Now, if... It's real easy to point the finger and say, well, it's their fault, it's their fault, it's their fault. But it comes back down to a spiritual warfare. This is what we're going through in our country right now. This is what we're going through in the world right now. Good against evil. And it's that simple. And we've got to make up our minds, which side are we going to be on? Are we going to stand with the Lord on the good side? Are we going to be a part of the problem? Now God has called us to pray. Each one of us. We need to get serious about our walk with Jesus. We're living in these days that we're in now that we've we got to be serious. You can't be half-hearted. And, and wishing bad on people is not, gonna, it's not the answer. Because then you become part of that problem too. God wants us to walk in the power of His Holy Spirit. To call out these unclean spirits when we see them. And we've got to be bold in the authority that He's given us. 
And He's given us eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying and doing in these days that we live in. And so when I look out and I see all the stuff that's going on and all the fighting and the bickering, I see demonic activity. That's the motivation. That's, that's what's doing it. It's demonic. It's demonic forces trying to overtake the truth. Trying to overtake the church of the living God. And Jesus calls them out. And the thing is, the demonic spirits that are out there running rampant in this country, they know what the church is up, at, up to. And that's why they're trying to stop it. So do we get mad and jump at them and, and, and battle like they would battle us? No. I'm going to go to a scripture right, right here. Uh, Romans chapter 12, verses 19 through 21. Dear, dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirsts, give him drink. For in so doing thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. That's the way we overcome evil, with good. That way we don't become part of the problem, we become part of the solution as the church of the living God. You know, and everybody's upset about all these illegals coming in. You know, I can understand that. I've been in those countries. Have you ever been outside of the United States into these other countries? Have you ever been to Haiti? You ever been to these third world countries that I don't blame the people for not wanting to be there? America is the promised land. But there's a fine line. We can't just let everybody just come on in. But you know, there's a lot of good, a lot of hurting people that are trying to get a better life. You know, and we're so blessed over here, we forget what that's like. And that's why I think mission trips are really good for people. To get out of this country, step into some other country, and see how they have it. Even in Mexico. It's not all that, but it's a lot better than it is in other countries. I just, like when we was in Haiti, I can understand why those people would love, because their governments are crooked. Their governments are evil. They're destroying the people. They're, they keep them in poverty. That, that's just the way they do it. They keep them in bound, in bondage. Where the United States, you at least get a chance to, to step out and make a living and, and have your own your life, your family, and you know, have some kind of hope. So I don't blame people for, not, for, for wanting to come to America. I don't blame them one bit. I, and you know, I don't blame them at all. But the thing is, there's a way, right way and a wrong way to do anything. But us getting mad and starting to want to throw fuel on the fire and start wars over stuff like that is not the answer. Jesus said, overcome the evil with good. Our enemies are hungry. Feed them. 
And this is God's Word. Not, I didn't make this up. Jesus comes to set the captives free. And so I don't blame all these people for wanting to come to our country. But there is a right way and a wrong way to go about things. But violence is not the answer. Violence will make it worse. Violence shows your true colors. You know, and then we got all these people, well, we'll go down there and we'll go meet them at the border and we'll drive. You're being just as bad as the other ones now. Is that really what you want to do? Is that what you want to be that way to a hurting family that's just trying to get a better life? Or do you really want to go beat them down? Throw them in the river? Cast them out? What did Jesus say? Dearly beloved, love your enemies. And I know, and you see it, what's coming up, you know, I, I hear it every day by, by people, well, there's, these are, most of the people coming in our, our country are military age guys. What do you do about that? I mean, you can't just say everybody's a crook. You can't just do, be that way. And I know our, our country's been overran, but we still gotta, we still gotta walk the walk that God's called us to in the power of His Holy Spirit. We gotta hold our politicians accountable. We do. The ones that are sitting out there making up these rules as they go by, as they just make it up as they go along. God calls us to pray for them, our leaders. I'm just glad I ain't the one out there making those decisions. But I know that people are people. They're hurting souls. And this is the spiritual warfare that we're in. So if we really want to get serious about doing something, we need to get serious in our prayer life. We need to get serious with God. We need to learn how to bind and loose, like Jesus taught us, his disciples. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. People don't even know what that means. What's that mean? In Jesus' name, we have the power of the Holy Spirit that we can bind the schemes of the enemy and cast them to the pits of hell and loose God's plans for this nation. Loose God's plans for your family. Loose God's plans for our country, for Texas. I have a lot of family that lives in Texas. In fact, I was born in Texas. But Texas has been taking the brunt of a lot of things. You've been seeing what's going on over the last year, couple years. Actually, since Biden's come into office. And you know, I don't know what the, the, the plan is, but I know what God's plan is. God's plan, God's word says that no weapon formed against you will prosper if we stay connected in, to Jesus. As the church of Jesus Christ, we need, we need to stay hooked up. We need to ask God for His guidance. What would Jesus have us do? Lord, what would you have us to do in a situation like this? And we know he says, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. So he says, pray 
for your enemy, and it's, it's like heaping coals of fire on their head. A lot of people really don't understand what that means. And to me, it's like when you pray for somebody, if they got that mean attitude, if they're coming to do harm and you pray for them, it's like heaping coals of fire. It's like the Holy Spirit. They may have an inten- one tension when they come in intention, but you, as you pray for them, the Holy Spirit can change their heart, can change their mind to where what they meant to do, they've changed their minds. I've, I've seen uh, stories about these terrorists that they've, they've had full in their heart. They've come to America to destroy but once they got over here and they, and they got a taste of freedom and they ran into some church people that treated them like they were royalty, showed them the love of God, helped them in, in their life, helped them with food, helped them with clothes, helped them find a place, helped them get settled. Their whole attitude changed. Their, their whole plan changed. They didn't come. They, they may have intended coming to do harm, but once they got here and got showered with that love of God, they changed. They, they, they seen I was wrong. In fact, our, our religion's wrong. That religion of hate, kill, steal, and destroy. So that's how you overcome that evil. Even though they, they're coming to destroy us, you love them. Pray for them. Heat coals of fire on their head. Let the Holy Spirit deal with their hearts. Let God open their eyes. Now, I'm not saying every, it's going to take care of everybody because some people are just filled with the devil. But God will give us discernment. He's promised to never leave us or forsake us. In these troubling times that we live in in our country, it's, it's real easy to get on the, on the wrong side. You know, well, we'll hate them back. And that's not what God's called us to do. He's called us to love the unlovable, to reach out. Now, as a church of Jesus Christ, we haven't had this problem here yet, but if, if somebody came to our church needing help, what would we do? Would we help them? Yes, we would. Unconditionally, no questions asked. We would help them. We would try to help them pay whatever it is they need to pay, get food, pay a bill. And, and that's one thing as the church of Jesus Christ, we, we can't say no to people. We've got to love them right where they're at. And that, that's, that's the whole fruit of being a, a Christian. That's part of the fruit of the Spirit. And love and mercy and compassion. And you don't know the other person's story. That's when you just got to seek God. God, how would you have me respond to this? Now, Jesus, he cast the demons out. He set that person free. Now, he didn't go after that person. He didn't cast that person out. He cast a demon out of that person. Then that person was made whole, healed, in the right mind. And see, the, the enemy knows God's people. He, he pointed him out. We know who you are. You're the son of the living God. This is, this is Jesus, the Christ, the son of God. The demons know. But that person didn't know. That person that was bound by that demon did not know that Jesus was there to bring him life. 
to set them free from that bondage. And so as all these people coming across in our country, thousands, millions, I've, since I heard the other day, it's been about three million people since Biden's taken office that they don't know how many, that at least three million people that's come across our borders that they don't have a clue who they are. And that's a lot. So what do we do? We pray. We pray that God will open hearts and eyes. We pray for our leaders because it's obvious that they're not leading. And it's, it's, it, it all goes back to the love of money is the root of all evil. And that's what it is. These people are just so filled with this power trip, they will do anything to keep it. As far as destroying lives even. That's why we need to learn how to, how to walk in the power of God's Holy Spirit that He's given each one of us. He said, bind. What you bind on earth is bound in heaven. So as the church of Jesus Christ, we need to learn how to start doing this. We need to start loving instead of hating. We need to start caring instead of saying, well, that don't affect me, so I don't care. You know, when we went to Mexico a few times, and I remember when my kids were little, we went, and we, we drove. We was, on a bu we was on a van, we was in a van. You guys remember that? With Connie? Well, I'm, I'm talking to my kids. A Connie, a different Connie. And it was Kristen, Fusey, and I, but I don't think... Davin was with us. Okay, so Misty, I don't think Misty didn't go. Davin and Wendy, was you was in high school. Well... Because <laughs> it was scary going over the border. And we took Connie's, Connie's son was with us, and he's handicapped. I can't remember her last name. She used to be the piano player here, and the youth group leader with Larry, years ago, I'm talking years ago. But I got to see it in action. We went over there and we were scared. We took this bus and we, went, we got to the border and we were taking all these clothes down to, the, to this little village there in Mexico. And we had to go looking like tourists. That, that's what we went. The we, bus was made to look like our, our camper. Yeah. And like, we had baby beds in there, and we had all kinds of clothes, suitcases, shoes, everything. And, and these guys come on there with machine guns, checkpoints. And the, our interpreter told us that if they wanted to, they could take all this stuff and take it to their families. So we wasn't going there looking like a mission team. We was going there looking like a family going on vacation. And this is all of our stuff that we needed. Well, I don't know why we needed a baby bed, because we didn't have a baby, but we had a baby bed. And we had everything for babies, but you kind of got to go incognito like that. But our mission was love mission. We was going down there to show the love of God to this one missionary family that was taking care of this whole town. That and was we, actually from Kansas. Yeah, they were from Kansas. But they moved their family there, and they set up a little... I can't, Renosa, was that the name of the town? But it was a border town. But you had to get there first. 
and they were, they were the mission team family for that whole village there. And so it was weird when you're, you're sitting there and you got all this stuff and you're going to help people and then these guys, military guys come on with machine guns and, you know, and they're checking out your women and everything, you know. And you're thinking, oh God, what we got going on here? I was praying. You know, because my wife was awesome, you know. It's like, <laughs> so I'm praying, you know, Lord, keep these pervs away from my wife, you know. And, and God hears. And God kept us safe. And them guys, they were nice to us. Go on. And there was a few other checkpoints we had to go through, but that's how it is in these other countries. And if you got something they want, they just take it. They don't care. If they want it, they're going to take it. Well, see... That's what all these people are coming out of. And they're coming to our country. But you know, I found out too, I don't know if you guys knew this, but our government is paying for them to come this way. Our government, our, the, the Democratic Party is paying for these caravans of thousands of people, paying their way to bring them on into our country. So we got some conspiracy stuff going on here in our country. We got bad actors, Bad people doing bad things to our, to our country and to all of us, but, and they're trying to get us to jump on this bandwagon so we can all just be as bad as they are. We've got to pray for our enemies. We've got to cast out demons like Jesus did in the name of Jesus Christ. And God has given us this authority. And we, we go around and we act like little wimpy Christians. Like, well, I believe I'm good, I'm saved, that's all that matters. No, you are here for a reason. God has got you planted where you're planted at to be a spokesperson for him. An ambassador for Jesus Christ. To walk in this authority that he paid the price for that we all walk in. When he says bind what you bind on earth is bound in heaven. That means when you see demonic spirits doing wicked stuff, bind that in Jesus' name and cast it to the pits of the abyss. That's what the Bible says to do. And loose God's Holy Spirit in the situation. Let God's will be done, not the devil's will. Because we know the enemy just come to kill, steal, and destroy. So us, as the church of Jesus Christ, we need to start walking in this authority that we all have. And quit acting like little sissy Christians. Really? I mean, it's time to be bold in the Lord. It's time to put on that whole armor of God and walk around being about our Father's business. Love, overcoming evil with love. Overcoming evil with love. Overcoming evil with love. That's what you do. You don't beat them when they're down. You help them get up. Because we're all going to blow it. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to do the wrong thing sometimes. But if you keep someone down when they're hurt and step on their neck, no, you're supposed to be that light that lifts them up out of the pit that they even made themselves. What Jesus do? Jesus is our example. And like he showed the disciples, he came and washed their feet. He put a girdle on a, a towel and he got down on his knees and he got right down in that mess and he got it all over him and he cleaned him up. And he's saying, I'm showing you how to treat each other, guys. I'm showing you what love is. I'm showing you what real love looks like. Not to condemn us, 
Not to beat us down. Not to beat the hurting down. But to walk in this power that God has given us. And if I don't shut up, I'm going to keep on preaching for another hour. But I'm not done yet. This was to show, when Jesus did this, He was showing who He is. He was showing that He is... He was the one that this book was talking about. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. And people who've got demonic spirits are in prison. They're bound by the enemy. What do we do? Do we, do we throw them in prison? And hopefully something good happens? Or do you pray for them and try to get that demon to come out of them in Jesus' name? We've got to walk in this authority. And what, what does he say? To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of the vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for, the, for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And then when we do this, and you watch, you watch that pass along to someone else. And, then, and they get it. And then they get God's Holy Spirit. And, and then they pass that fire on to someone else. Things will start changing. But when we jump in there, feet first, hating and wanting to fight and beat up on somebody because they're doing it, it just makes you part of the problem. God is wanting us to be part of the solution. He wants us to start walking in this authority that Jesus paid for so dearly for us to have. He didn't just come and pay that we wouldn't die and go to hell. He came and paid that we would, would live abundant life now. That we'd walk in the fullness of His Holy Spirit and this power that Jesus paid for us, for us, all of us to have. You know, and that's, that's where we're at. That's where our country's at. It's time for the church of all denomination to rise up and be about the Father's business and start walking in this, the Spirit of the Lord God that is upon each one of us. And God is a God of love, forgiveness, mercy, compassion. A God of second chances. A God of third chances. Fourth chances. Over and over again. That's the Jesus I know. That's the Jesus that we as a church need to proclaim. That's the love that we need to have in our hearts for our fellow brother or sister. Not thinking we're better than anybody else. Thinking that they need what we have. And we need to be willing to share that with them. And I know, I know, I, I, I've had somebody get on to me the other day because, you know, they think that I'm just all too lovey, Kenny. You just too lovey. Well, how am I supposed to be? How was Jesus? When someone are down, you want to go kick them and why they're down? Or do you want to go help them up? You want to go be a light in the darkness? And that's how I think God wants us all to be. To be light in the dark days we live in. Let's pray. Holy Father, Lord, things that are going on in our world, Lord, that we live in, in our country, 
Things that just don't make no sense. It's, it's, it's gotten out of hand. It's gotten crazy, Lord. But Lord, as Your church, fill us with Your Holy Spirit, each one of us here today, Lord. We need guidance and direction from You, not the world. We need to, love, we need to learn how to love the unlovable, Lord. Help us, Lord, to, to look at these people and, and this demonic stuff that's going on. Help us to look through Your eyes, Lord. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying and doing in these days. And let us be part of the solution and not the problem. Fill us with your knowledge, Lord, with your love and mercy and compassion. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.